Hello, I'm Susan, and this is The Culture Bore, a new podcast hopping, maybe even waltzing through the arts. The bore is not a dinner table bore. It's not a tedious person to escape from. For us, it's a wild and snuffling pig, and with it, we'll go into the woods. With irreverence and gusto, we'll ask the big questions, and a whole bunch of little ones, about new writing, classic writing, art and poetry. In this vast and mysterious wood, we may end up completely lost, then stumbling into a light-strewn veil feeling peaceful, cheerful. We may even be a little bit wiser. Today, I will introduce the show and what you can expect from it in the coming weeks. The culture bore is an evolving beast, not only because it's new, but because I'll be taking an intuitive approach, tackling the topics and themes that interest me and as I find them. But I can say a little bit about what it won't be. It will not be exclusively reviews, or driven by that week's new releases or publications. It won't be exclusively interviews, although I would like to bring guests in. I probably won't be talking about what is number one at the Hollywood box office, because there are plenty of places for that, and I want to offer something different. It's going to be reflective, thoughtful, and personal in the best traditions of independent media. The new and classic writing is highly likely to be non-fiction, and include memoir and autobiography. I'm passionate about nonfiction. It makes up most of my reading material, and I've gone through to many life stories over the years, so memoir is a genre I know well. Poetry is likely to be contemporary, because that's the stuff that excites me the most. And when I look at art, the angle will be art history. I hope that my approach is straightforward and relatable. It's certainly my intention. Some critics and journalists, their work is highly informed, but it's brain-centered, intellectual, which can be impressive, but it can also feel remote to the more casual listener or reader. Our response to so many things is physical, even primal. I recently encountered this from the artist Henry Matisse. He said, open quotes, What I dream of is an art of balance, of purity and serenity, something like a good armchair which provides relaxation from physical fatigue. Close quotes. With subtlety, he's pointing to the physical experience of art and culture. Serenity is surely felt in the body too. I think of my mind as a governing agent. It's responsible for expression, communication, but it's not the front line. It's not where all the action happens. The experience of art and culture is not entirely the domain of this governing agent. For me, if it's a painting, music or poetry, my experience is as a whole being, which means mind and body. When we talk about art and culture, a natural, sensory, Even simple approach very often goes missing. It's my goal to reclaim it somehow in the following weeks. Another intention with the culture bore is to be fearless about voicing an opinion. It's one reason why the bore seems so fitting with its tusks and a heavy face that is more snout than anything else. A bore's coat always looks bristled. Opinions too can be untidy, even unattractive, and the bore is not conventionally beautiful. Opinion has got a bad rap over the last few years. Anyone can have an opinion about any topic, and they can air it at pretty much any time. Opinions can be inflammatory. They can be voiced purely to provoke. An opinion can have a tenuous relationship to the facts, maybe none at all. So we're now in a place where opinion seems to have little value. But before you have an opinion, you have a response. Reaction and response, these innate things, are the foundations of opinion. These responses are modulated, shaped, 
they mature and they become opinions. Every piece of art, every part of culture depends on a response to it. So you can see the connection between culture, response and opinion. The wellsprings of opinion are diverse and there's a multitude of them. Opinions belong to the public, but they also belong to editors, publishers, buyers, readers. All these voices and their collective power converge to a general majority opinion as to whether something is good or not. The longevity of a work, short or otherwise, depends on this consensus. Opinion is what keeps a work alive, remembered, revisited, talked about. Conversely, a bad opinion, generally held, will kill it. So suddenly opinion is not cheap or low value anymore. It's pretty important. Of course, here I have just one tiny voice, and I suspect for some time that I have not many listeners. That doesn't scare me. Only one thing does, and it's something regulars in the podcasting community know as a pod fade. It's when a new podcast or series is started and then only publishes three or four episodes. It stops there. Pod fade scares me. The Culture Board is going to be a limited series of six episodes, and that's non-negotiable. It's my commitment to you. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join me for episode one.